Hey guys, thank you for joining me today. I hope everybody is doing well, but if you are, I pray this message will encourage you. I pray that you will find strength and find the strength to say it is well. And I am more than a conqueror in Jesus, for the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run to it and are safe. I pray this message will speak to your heart and lift your spirit. I would like to say thanks to everyone listening across the U.S. The message is spreading and God is good. You know, I also want to thank uh, those who are listening around the world. We now have listeners in Sweden, the Netherlands, Germany, the Philippines, South Africa, Barbados, and Canada. God is good and he promises his word will never return void. Also, if you ever feel led to give to in support of this ministry in this podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the podcast description. That being said, let's jump into today's message, which is entitled or titled, It's Worth the Risk. As kids, we did some crazy things. We took risks in the name of having fun. Sometimes it worked out, sometimes it didn't. We had an awesome childhood growing up on lots of land in the country, right on the river. We were never inside. But one day, we got a crazy idea that we were going to swim across the river. And now, this river was roughly, at the, at the point where we swam across, it was roughly, you know, a football field, football field and a half. So right around, you know, 150 yards or, or better uh, where we swam across. Well, if that wasn't enough, we, my cousin decided he was going to overinflate the tires in his three-wheeler and float the three-wheeler across the river as well. So me, my brother, my cousin, and some of our friends, we took off and swam across you know, the river to the other side. And my cousin, of course, he sat on his three-wheeler and literally floated the three-wheeler across the river very slowly, but made it to the other side. We had some fun, played on the other side, and then, of course, swam back. Now, that might not seem crazy, but when you're a kid and you're swimming across this big river to the other side and back, you know, with no adult supervision, it definitely is not something I would let my girls do today. But back then, we did a lot of things that I'm not sure that um, our parents really knew everything that we did. So... That being said, um, something else we loved doing was going up one of the streams or creeks that branched off the river about two miles. Uh, we would go up this this creek or this stream that branched off the river. We'd go up at about two miles to a spot that had a rock cliff that hung out over the water. The rock cliff seemed like it was probably 25 or 30 feet in the air, but the danger was that you had to jump in the right spot or you would hit a rock that was under the water. There were actually several rocks around there. So to keep from hitting them, we would get those people with us with us to stand on the rocks or tread water over where the rocks were so that we would know where to jump. You know, never mind the snakes and other wildlife that was always around. You know, we we had a blast, but we definitely, you know, took risks and you know, did some crazy stuff. And I could spend all day telling you the crazy things we did growing up, especially my brother. Now, speaking of my brother, let me share one with you that you'll get a kick out of. If he's listening, let me just say, hey, brother, thank you for the material. So one day, my brother and me, 
and some of our friends had a crazy idea that we would take some blocks and a piece of steel that was wide wide enough and long enough to make a ramp out of for our bikes to jump over things. We would set the ramp up at the bottom of the driveway. Then we would put you know a paint can or two to start out on the other side of the ramp, and we would try to jump it. So we would get our speed up going down the driveway, hit the ramp, jump the paint cans, and every time we'd jump uh, the paint cans, we'd add another paint can. And these are like the little gallon size, you know, metal paint cans. So we got up to 14 paint cans, each time building more and more speed as we hit the ramp. And, you know, we had a blast jumping these paint cans. And, and each time we would just get going faster and faster and faster. Well, we got all the way to 14 cans when things suddenly went wrong. Nobody noticed each time we hit the ramp that it was the metal or steel plate was slowly sliding backwards on the block <clears throat> and it was getting closer and closer to the edge. So my brother was up and he took off down the driveway determined to clear all 14 paint cans, unaware uh, of what was about to happen. When he hit the ramp, the other end slid off the blocks, causing the front tire to hit the blocks. And I'm telling you, I can feel you guys probably cringing as I'm telling you this. But I can attest to the fact that he did clear all 14 paint cans, just not on the bike. Let's just say that was an interesting physics lesson. But I, it, you know, I never slowed down. It never slowed us down from trying other crazy things. Um, you know, that that's kind of the the stuff that we did growing up. And uh, it, it, no matter what happened, it never it never stopped us from trying something else crazy. You know, we were so willing to take risks sometimes in the name of fun, uh, work, money, whatever motivates us. Look at how many people gamble or play the lottery with the hopes of winning big, even if you're more likely to get struck by lightning than win the lottery. It doesn't stop people from buying that ticket. Even with the slightest hope of winning, people will still play. There are those that serve this great country and take great risk to protect this nation and all it stands for. There are those who serve as police, firefighters, etc. that put their life on the line and take great risk to protect and save others. And this is an honorable risk to take, I would say a noble one to say the least, but it is still a calculated risk. But when it comes to God, all of uh, you know all of a sudden the risk is too great let me explain what you know what if god is asking you to talk to a family member friend or coworker about jesus we will sometimes find every reason under the sun to get out of doing you know get out of doing that the risk of dealing with the aftermath of what could happen is too great maybe god is calling you to Walk away from a job or career that you spent a long time in, establishing yourself, moving up, you know, moving up the ladder, you know, so to speak. You know, you you feel that tug. You feel God leading, you know, leading you in a different direction, but you are afraid to take the risk because you are comfortable where you are. Maybe God is telling you to move, to go somewhere else. But you are nervous about leaving your comfort zone, 
nervous about how you will make it. Let me say this. We serve a faithful and mighty God. How would it bring any glory to him if he were to lead you in you know one direction and then abandon you and not see you through? There is one thing that moves God and activates his favor in our lives like nothing else. That is obedience. In spite of our doubts, obedience signifies trust and faith. Psalm 128, 1 through 2 says, Blessed are all who fear the Lord, who walk in obedience to him. You will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours. 1 Samuel 15, 22 says, Behold, to obey is better than a sacrifice. It's not because he needs a bunch of mindless yes-men. It's because he wants what is best for us. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. That doesn't really sound like a God who will lead his people down the wrong path, then abandon them. He wants to do great things through his people and for his people. But he will ask that we demonstrate faith and trust in him by being obedient to what he asks of us. Remember, wherever God leads, God provides. Blessing and favor always follow obedience. Do you want to see the power of abundant favor and unstoppable blessings? I dare you to be obedient in all that God asks of you. If God has been after you about moving in a certain direction with your life or career, etc., I dare you to be obedient to God. But be warned, God will move in your life like unlike anything you've ever seen. Take Abraham, for example, in Genesis 12, 1-2. The Lord said to Abram, Leave your land, your relatives, and your father's home. Go to the land I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. God tells Abraham to do something, to be obedient, then promises to bless him and others through him. So when when we honor God with our faith, God unleashes blessings and favor to you and through you. Who are you, who are you standing in the way of being blessed because you won't take the risk and unleash your faith? Imagine what was going through Abraham's mind when God asked him to take his promised son Isaac and offer him as a sacrifice. God God let him get all the way to the point where he drew the knife back and was about to sacrifice Isaac. Then God stepped in and stopped him. Abraham's obedience and willingness to not withhold anything from God moved God in such a mighty way that he said, I swear by my name that I will bless you and make you a great nation and your descendants will be as numerous as the stars But look at how wide the blessing extends simply because of Abraham's willingness to take the risk and trust God. Genesis 22, 18 says, And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Here is one we rarely hear of. She is barely mentioned in the Gospels, but her name is Joanna. 
She followed Jesus, and the Bible says that she supported Jesus and the apostles out of her own means with her family's finances. You might ask, why would that be a risk? And the answer is because of who her husband, Chusa, I hope I said that correct, worked for. Her husband was the household manager and the right-hand man for King Herod, the same king that had Jesus' cousin, John the Baptist, beheaded. But despite the risk, she faithfully followed and supported Jesus. A side note, I find it interesting that God took the money, took money from the enemy and funneled it through Jonah to support Jesus' ministry. When God wants to bless you, he can cause even your enemies to be a blessing to you. The Bible is loaded with people that demonstrated faith and obedience you know, to God, from Rahab to the disciples. The disciples left everything to follow Jesus. Look at Peter. He was the only one besides Jesus that walked on water. Jesus constantly risked his reputation among men in order to reach the lost and do what he was sent to do. Will we be willing to risk the same to do what God is calling us to do? Hebrews 11.6 says, No one can please God without faith. We try to please so many people, but the irony is, He is the only one we have to please. We perform for an audience of one. Now, I'm not saying all this to bring anyone down or be heavy on you. I, you know, I am as guilty as anyone for not always trusting God or being obedient. But I have been working on it, and like with this podcast, God put it on my heart to do, and I was hesitant at first, but I surrendered and gave God my word that I would be faithful with this podcast, and I'd be faithful with what he asked me, what he asked of me, no matter how many people listen. I would faithfully put my best into this podcast and trust God to take it from there. My prayer is that it will be a blessing to others. But that is where faith comes in. I promise to do my part, and God is faithful to do His. The result so far is I spend four to five hours a day preparing each 15-minute podcast. But God has blessed me beyond measure in ways I can't express, and I am not talking about financially. That will come in His time. But He has blessed my family and me in ways that are beyond finances. I have a peace now that strengthens me in such a way that I feel like the whole world could be burning down around me and I would be okay. So please know that I share this message not to be a heavy one, but to be an encouraging one. One that says, on the other side of obedience and faith is God's favor and protection and peace. God, I pray this message would speak to each person listening according to their needs, according to what you need them to hear. God, you are such a patient and gracious God who gives your people so many chances. Do a mighty work in your people, Lord. Fill them with the strength and power of the Holy Spirit so that they can boldly unleash their faith and trust in you. And I pray when they do, God, that you would unleash your favor in their life in ways they never saw coming. I pray that many would be blessed because of their faith. And if you see fit, use even their enemies to bless them just so they can see your mighty hand. 
God, set your people on fire for you and ignite their faith. Let us be that city on a hill. And we will be faithful to give you all the glory and praise. Amen.